Back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. I'm so, so, so excited about today because we have one of the most up-and-coming actors in the business doing his thing. Everybody, put your hands and your ears together for Theodore Barnes. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> First and foremost, Theodore, how are you? How's everything going? Oh, I'm great, man. I, you know, life is, is good. I'm alive and well. I'm happy. I'm I'm glad to be doing what I'm doing. Glad to be bringing laughs to the to the television screen. <laughs> you know, I, I can't complain. You know. Well, and I can say this honestly. You know. The people that have followed your career, because you've been involved with a lot of things, you know, ever since you've been 11 years old, really in the game. But first and foremost, I have to really give a huge shout out to <clears throat> the award winning BET Plus Mrs. Pat Show. Congratulations to the entire cast, to your entire team behind and in front of the scenes. How did that feel when you guys actually got the call of what? What is this Emmy Award nominees? Yeah, it was huge. First of all, you know, it was I want to say it was a Tuesday morning. Um, we were having our regular Zoom table read, and and Jordan gave us the news. And you know, I think everybody's re ultimate reaction was. Kind of like, okay, all right, we 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 seeing we seeing something now. You know, we got <laughs> season two, and you know, to be to be nominated for Emmy is like, oh, you know, we stepped into a different different ball game, so to speak. And you really have. I mean, honestly, when you and I was watching a few of the episodes, when you really think about the content that is really involved in that show, I have to say, you know, every character has really set theirself on another platform. You guys are really creating the dynamic, the dialogue, the conversations for people to kind of cut the show off and just have that type of conversation with their own families. So I have to say, huge shout out to you, huge shout out to everyone, the audience engagement. You guys are just really putting a huge platform for the Miss Pat show. And I think we're excited to see season two, season three, season five, you know, really get bigger than what it is. Um, so... On our show, the Jameer Smith Show is basically a creative platform for you guys, the everyday person, to tell their story. And when I read about your story, when I read about your life growing up in California, huge shout out to San Pedro. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I really thought about you as an actor of color. And there were so many people that were interested in asking you questions. And so our dynamic is to really get to know you as an actor. And then, you know, we, we get them to ask their questions. And then at the end of the show, it's really like a therapy, you know, because we get a little personal. We really start to talk about your heart, your spirit, your soul. So if that's all right, we're going to get started. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I like that. So as we talk about Miss Pat and your character... How is this character like you and or different? Well, the character is as much as me, um, you know, as it, as it can be. You know, the, the words on the paper are the words on the paper when they come to me, even though, um, you know, they are based on Miss Pat's real children. Um, but, you know, my, my, my job is to always, you know, bring myself as much close to the character and the character as much close to me, you know, as possible so that when I am on set, I'm able to, 
you know, suggest things. I'm able to ad lib certain things. And, you know, Junebug at this point, you know, I've, I've, um, I've definitely, you know, grown into my, my Junebug ways and even having <laughs> communication with, you know, the real Junebug and, and talking to him. Like we've never sat down. We've never sat down with the attention of, of, um, we've never had the, the intention of sitting down and talking about the character. Every time I've talked to Junebug, it's been about cars, basketball, clothes, just regular conversation. And we are very much alike, you know. Yeah. I think we're like three, two, three years apart in age. He's older than me, but, you know, we, we went through a lot of the same stuff and a lot of it is unspoken. Um, so it, it's, really, it's really a blessing because it's not... You know, it's not, I'm, I'm being me, yeah. but I, I get to, you know, I have a different name and, you know, I, I get lines, <laughs> you know, I'm getting, you know, getting told what to do. I'm just putting that, that flavor on it, my, mm-hmm. my Theodore flavor. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I got an know. old school little slang thing. Uh, my uncle used to always say, we got to put some stank on that character. Just a little bit of stank on it. You got to put your own right. little flat, you know, um, uh-huh. when you think, thing, yeah, when I was going to say, when you think about the biggest challenge of this role, what has it been so far? The biggest challenge of this role? Hmm. You know, there hasn't really been a big challenge. I will say mm-hmm. when I started, I had, you know, I wasn't nervous about, you know, playing someone in, in real life. But, you know, just like anything, you don't know what to expect. Um, but when I, when it came about, you know, Miss Pat, she was like, we're not, you know, we're not forcing you to be, you know, the, the real person. We're not, you know, doing that. You know, show me, show me what you can do, basically. Yeah. And we come together and we come to a common ground to where that everyone's happy. And yeah, it, it hasn't really been a challenge. It, it's hard to, it's hard to have challenges when everybody is so hands on and mm-hmm. especially Miss Pat and Jordan, they want it to work. They right. want you to have fun. So it's it's never really a challenge. And we always we always come to a common ground. Um and yeah, it, it's never really a challenge when you have people that, you know, they, they want it to work. They might want something and, you know, maybe it's not really working correctly mm-hmm. or, you know, it's it's not really, you know, shaking the way they saw it. But they always, they always find a way to, to, to you know, meet in the middle. And yeah. it's great. When I always talk about alignment, you know what I'm saying? I think whenever we work as a team, it's about that collaborative effort. It's about how do we make sure that we all have that common goal and that interest. And I think, you know, as you tell your story and as you guys go through the motions of the blessings of Miss Pat, I think there's so many great actors on that show and you being one of them. I mean, starting off at 11 years old. And back in the game on ABC, you were playing opposite of some big, big names. What did you right. want to? What did you want to be when you grew up? Right now, you ask me that at twenty. Yeah. Uh, I'm, shoot, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. If you would ask me, if you would ask me that, you know, when I first started acting, um, you know, in third, fourth grade, fifth, sixth, seventh, even. Um, you know, I probably would have said, you know, I'm, I want to go to the NBA or something like that. 
Um, but I never, I never had to think of that because up until maybe two, three years ago, I didn't realize, you know, how, you know, I won't say how good I was, but <laughs> I didn't realize that, you know, acting is something that I could be doing. Uh, you know, it was a hobby at first and it slowly crept up on me and, and put me in that headlock of love and, you know, this is what I'm doing, so this is what I want to be. I, well, I, I can't even say it's what I want to be because I'm doing it. I was going to so say, I'm no, you're doing right it. Now. You're doing the whole daggone thing. So let's be, we're not about to shorthand you at all. Yeah, for sure. And so when you think about all of the shoulders and the arms that you've been able to touch, what is some of the best advice anyone has given you about acting? Mm, You know, I, I have to say, I have to go with my coach, Jeff Dockwiler. Um, from the jump, he's always put me on game with, we do what we think is right. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Um, and it, it's, it is very cutthroat. And it's to the point. Because like I said, if they like you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. I've been on thousands of auditions, but I haven't been on thousands of shows, you know? Yeah. It's not always a yes. It's not always a no. Sometimes you get called back. Sometimes you go to a producer session, and it's full of ups and downs. You can make somebody laugh in your first audition, or you can make them cry because the emotion is just so great. You could be feeling like the best person in the world when you come out of that audition and still not get a call. <laughs> so you know, true. so the, mentally that's you know that it's that's tough. So I've always I've, I've even applied that to life. You know, if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. And you know, we keep it pushing. We move accordingly because it, this business is is very short on feelings. Right. Nobody's nobody's worried about. How you feel because the next man is up. Absolutely. <laughs> in, in that in that case, so I would definitely have to go with that one. Shout out Jeff for that. You uh, shout out to John as well. <laughs> when you think about your life right now. And as you're growing to become, you know, a successful actor and, you know, you're building your brand, you're building your name in Hollywood, in Atlanta, throughout the world. What is your favorite type of role that you want to play? my favorite type of role you know I want to do it all um obviously right now comedy is in the sweet spot I love doing comedy um but I would definitely like to 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 co-star along a big comedian Mikey Epps Kevin Hart um in a in a movie you know, that's my next thing I want to do a feature film now I was talking to my my agent about that I mean let's get a feature film package um <laughs> But I want to do it all, you know. I, I feel like I'm, I, I put in a lot of work, you know, especially to get where I'm at right now, but, you know, I'm nowhere near done. So whatever comes my way, if it's for me, and they they, they say, yeah, we, we want you to be that person, then I'm taking that and I'm going to, you know, be the best I can be. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you do have a story to tell, you know. I mean, to see Junebug on camera is exactly what we have imagined 
And I think to see you continue to really peel back those layers, I think me as a fan, other people that really love your work, I mean, we're super excited to just see where you build this role in this life for yourself. Um, You talked about auditioning and a lot of people, you know, have your stories. They go on millions and millions of auditioning. Tell us about what has been the craziest or the most exciting thing that has ever happened to you during an audition. Oh, man, I I got one queued up for this. It's, it's <laughs> always in my mind. So, um, Legendary Judas in Collodian, um I came in reading for um, Tyler Judas, who's the older brother. That was that was me. I, I came, they gave me, they sent me Tyler Judas, um, who's the older brother. And, you know, at the time, my age was correct for Tyler's age. But my look was way, way younger. Even when I was, you know, 16, 17, I looked 12, 13. You know, I'm 20 now and I look 15, 16. So when I came in there, um, the casting director, um, Suzanne, love her. She came in, she she looked at me and she said, you know, what are you reading for? And I said, uh, Tyler Duda. Meanwhile, you know, I'm the smallest person there. So, <laughs> you know, just the... <laughs> presentation of being an older brother is like it's obvious you know but i like the role so much that you know me and my coach we were like we're gonna do it you know nah you're not you're not older brother and she that's exactly what she said and she said here take this take five ten minutes read it look at it and come back now mind you i'm i'm fresh I'm fresh in the game. So that was kind of weird for me. I was like, I, you know, I, I just spent an hour and a half coaching this other character, doing this other character. <laughs> you know, like, what, what do you mean come back in 10 minutes? Right. Like, it's a process. Um, but I call, I called my coach, Jeff, and, you know, we talked about it for 10 minutes. We broke it down. And I came back in and I ran for Sam. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm Sam Duda, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even think I had did I have a, a callback for everyone? I might have had a callback, but the point of the matter is I came in for one character and you know that's just how you know it was for me. Yeah. You know, because I only took 10, 15 minutes, but the way me and my coach break down a script break an idea of Sam Duda. You know, so it wasn't a matter of memorizing the lines. I knew what he wanted in the scene. I knew it was keeping her from getting it. And, you know, we just needed an extra 10, you know, 15 minutes to power out, break that down real quick. And I came in, I did what I had to do. And, you know, you, you get those calls and it's like, well, shoot. <laughs> Appreciate it. Exactly. And yeah. I ended up, you know, being Sam Newton. Well, I think, you know, the beauty behind that story is that I've had a lot of actors and people on the show and they've all had the same, you know, dialogue when it comes to, you know, I was casted for this role, but, you know, I wanted to stretch my character. I wanted to stretch my chops to see if I could even be casted for this other person. And I think what makes so amazing stories with this is that. You guys really look at the full gamut of your entire rim of, of an actor and actress. And you say, I know I can do this other character, this other role. So let me try it. Let me stretch my acting chops. And a huge salute to you for even at least trying. 
And I think the highlight of what you said is like, what is for you will be for you. And honestly, Theodore, what's for you is an amazing alignment. So I have a question. And and I mean, when I tell you the people were excited that you were going to be on the show. So the first question comes from his name is Chris and he is out of Oakland. He says, what makes a good scene partner? Mm. What makes a good scene partner? You know, I'll put it like this. There's there's a lot of things that can make a great scene partner, um, but it's all in how you choose to look at it. I know when I read with somebody, and especially with you know being with my coach for as long as I've been, and I'm used to how, how he reads with me. I want you to you know don't 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 read like you're just reading some directions on a paper. You know, have some feeling with it, um, especially if. You know, they're not auditioning. Like, there's a lot of times you go in for cast for shows and you read with the casting director's assistant or you read with the casting director and they kind of just got their head in the paper and, you know, they're reading and it's kind of hard for you to, to kind of get up into it. Mm-hmm. When you look at somebody in the eye, you're giving them feeling. You know, you could be saying <laughs> two lines, you know, hey, come here. But, you know, hey, hey, come over here real quick. You know, so it's, it's stuff like that that, then, then gets the gets the boat the boat moving, you mm-hmm. know. So there's a lot of things, but it's personal preference, you know. How, how would you said his name was Chris? How you know? However you feel, Chris, um, you know, makes you more comfortable and, and puts you at ease. But I like good eye contact and a little feeling. I say the same thing. Listen, when you get that eye contact, listen, I got you. So let me make sure that I sell everything in that moment. (laughs) You know, you've done a lot with supporting California Hill, the Bay Coastal Cleanup. And in addition to, you know, your years of service, you know, with Habitat and Humanity. The next question comes from her name is Brittany, and she's actually shout out to Atlanta ATL. Um, Her question is, what do you do when you're not doing theater? or film, or television? I do a lot of stuff. I, I like being outside. I like having fun. I hoop. I've been, I just got back to skating, you know, so um, I like being outside, taking walks, working out, you know, keep the, keep it fresh. Anything that comes across and it's fun, I'm with it. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, so you gotta, you know, the, the acting world is it's a lot. You know, we were in Atlanta for seven months, yeah, straight working. Um, and you have to, you gotta keep your head. I don't even say keep your head on tight, but you just gotta keep your head free and keep it level headed. And, and yeah, find stuff that makes you happy. But yeah, definitely pooping, early skating, nature, walking, working out. I go on drives. Sometimes I even go to the movies by myself. So listen, <laughs> I love a good listen. I love a good movie by myself. People sleep on. Listen, who are you talking to in the movie theater? Stop playing. We are here right. to enjoy the films. Get out of here. As we transition <laughs> our show theater, Theodore, we talk about really this being a therapy session. And at the end of the show, you know, we get really personal, and it makes you think. So my first question is, what makes you emotional? What makes me emotional? Um, it's it's not too much that makes me emotional. I'm you know I'm not a really emotional person. You know even the way I cope with certain things or you know different. I'm very, I'm a very in my own head person. 
um, hash things out in my, you know, my head first before I, you know, move forward with emotions. But, I mean, it, you know, it's a lot of stuff. We don't know everybody's been through, you know, the trials and tribulations. But, you know, it's, it's how we, you know, how we choose to cope with them. And there's a lot of times, I, you know, stuff I've dealt with in the past that I, I think about to this day. You know, and, and I'll kind of, you know, even with my my more matured thought process now, <laughs> I still think about it and, and kind of break it down. But it's not too much that gets me emotional. But I will say I am a thinker. I do think a lot, um, which is good. And maybe sometimes, even, you know, even a little bad. But, um, yeah, very much, very much in my head type of person. If I cry, I shoot. You know, I cried by myself in my world. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know how that goes. Look, and I was just looking. I was like, you're a July birthday baby. I'm March. I'm like, I'm the emotional one. What's happening here? You know, I was going to say, you know, the, the Leos, we, you know, we be chilling on, on the little seat tip. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So when you think about yourself as an actor and, you know, you guys take risks every day with just putting your emotions, your body, your spirit, your mind, you know, auditioning for these roles and hopefully getting them. What has been the biggest risk that you have taken so far? Sure. I mean, doing it from a young age. And like I said, two, two three years ago was was when I, you know, really started to be like, okay, I could I could do this for a living. And you know all that translated to was two, three years ago is when I really started the paycheck was starting to look right. You know? <laughs> That's all that means. So that means for seven years that was like, you know, it was cool, but it it wasn't enough, but good right. thing I was a child. You know, I have the support of my parents. I live at home. I get fed, but there's a lot of people that they get into it at my age, and they may not. They may not get that first role that you know puts them up, puts them up in the ranks. You know, so they might have to work a, a nine to five and you know do a little background and, and move and shake how they can to support their dream. But I would say definitely doing it from a young age because this is not traditional. There's a, there's been a gang of people, family, friends, acquaintances, that from the jump, they, they looked at it and it was like, ooh, uh, so this is what you're doing. So you're serious in real school to do this. <laughs> right. You know, supposedly, you know, and what is traditional nowadays? You know, obviously, the way the world works now is, is you know, you can make money off your phone and, you know, have a living. So, so but true. I, it's a team effort. Yeah. You know, my mom, dad, my little brother, everybody sacrificed something. And there's no, there was no guarantee. Um, there still isn't a guarantee, um, guaranteed outcome to this. But like I said, taking it one day at a time and doing what I do, you know. We don't ever quit, so we just keep keep moving along and you know, thankful and grateful and thank God that, you know, I'm I'm the seed that was sold and you know, it's 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 sprouting it's sprouting pretty good, you know, right now. And I'm thankful for that and staying humble and I just keep pushing, but the getting into it in general was 
the hardest the biggest thing risk. because yeah. you really don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a risk. It's still a risk. Yeah, every you day. Know, I could, it's, that could be my last job. You know, we're not gonna really listen. Know. Hey, we're not gonna put that energy out into the universe. Oh, yeah, we're not. Nope. You know, we're nope. not gonna put it out there. <laughs> I always, I act accordingly. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, but it's just real. That's just right. life. It's been a lot of people that, you know. As so. we as we wrap our interview, um, you know, and I and I like that you said that because. People need to hear what you just said, and I've said it constantly throughout my life, is that it takes a village. Regardless of age, regardless of financial status, it takes a village, whether it's your family, your friends, you know, your partners, whoever is in your life to really be that support system mentally, physically, all of those things, because we are all human. You know, we're all going through this thing called life and, you know. A huge salute to you, honestly, Theodore, because you really have and are making a name for yourself. Um, I changed my last question because I wanted to ask, what are you most grateful for? But as a young person, what I want to know is, what do you want your legacy to be? That's a great, that's a good question. What do I want my legacy to be? (laughs) That I was successful and I am successful in, in everything that I've done. Not just acting, mm. but life. Mm. You know, when people hear Theodore Barnes, you know, I want them to be like, yeah, the, the Barnes family, they did right. You yeah. Know, they, they, they raised him right. It is, you know, it's true. Um, shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm like, you know, like I said, you know, it, it, it's going to be my last job, but that's just how I'm thinking. So when I'm on set, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I'm giving it my, my 110%, like it could be my, my first and my last. So the success factor is what I, what I want, you know, to be remembered as like, yeah, that boy right there was cool. (laughs) He was, he was a successful one. He, he did his thing and he did it for very long. People loved him and they still love him. You know, just like Martin, shoot. I still watch Martin. We all he do. Shot, Shout out to Martin he Lawrence. Shot an episode of Martin in a minute. That's <laughs> that's real. That's a real legacy right there. So yeah, definitely that success factor is where I want to stick. Theodore Barnes, I want to thank you for your service, for your time. I want to thank you for the footprints that you are creating for other creatives in the industry to follow, young people, old people, and really just to say, wow, this guy can do it. So can I. Hopefully I can. And I'm going to put this out here. Miss Pat will not be your last show. When I tell you we are so excited to see what is next for you and the world is at your fingertips. Um, any last words you want to leave any of your fans, any of your new listeners, any of your new fans, anyone, any last words? Yeah, shoot. For the for the day one fans, for the last week fans, for the new fans, <laughs> you know, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. You know, we're going to do it up for sure. Keep moving along, keep shaking. And uh, yeah, shoot it. If it wasn't for them, you know, hey, I wouldn't be wouldn't be uh wouldn't be doing what I get to do. And of course you know, my family sacrifices, um and you know, you you can do you can pretty much do whatever you want, you know, as long as you, you take that initiative and, and and you know, put your best foot forward. I say put your best feet forward. <laughs> 
So, Theodore, yeah. we appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. Again, BET Plus, the Emmy nominated, I'm going to say the Emmy winners. We're going to put okay. that out there too. Uh, BET okay. Plus comedy series, The Miss Pat Show, June Bug, and dot, dot, dot. Those dots are extra acting roles that he is about to be involved in. Again, make sure you follow him on Instagram, and that is T H E O D O R E. B-A-R-N-S That is Theodore Barnes And again, we appreciate you We love you And then what we say at the end of our show is Always stay positive, but Stay creative, until next time guys Thank you so much for tuning in I like that, appreciate it